transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Rice. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin gets tossed. Got the kind of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From two fours to four threes. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hit Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legends roaming Hate me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Some real talk, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up? The Real Coach JB here, man, joined by special guests here on this uh, new launch, the new launch of the Coach JB Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake, and she's going to be our new co-host. Moving forward, we wanted to make the announcement today, so if you guys don't know, now you know. Uh, appreciate everybody joining in live here on YouTube. Sarah, what up? Hello. What's going on? Appreciate you joining us to m- launch this uh exciting news so everybody knows we're going to uh be doing this show collaborating and getting this thing blown up so i appreciate you coming in and being our uh our host what so tell everybody kind of uh why what made you do this because the fan base already knows you uh obviously they'll get to know you even better but um what made you want to do this and, and let everybody know uh that you're excited to get it going I am so pumped. So I wanted to do this because I want to expand into the sports industry, but also because I want to give an unfiltered, be real, true evaluation of different things and and really share my opinions as well. No doubt. No doubt. I appreciate it. Everybody uh, loved you when you came on the show, when we were the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later show. So that was transitioned right from when it was the Slapdick podcast. So we've been on three different things. We're, uh, we've done it a few different ways. I've been so hit and miss with the show. So, like, I started off, and then I did it, and then I didn't do it. Then I did it a couple of days a week. Then I went five days. Then I missed three weeks. So, like, that's why I'm excited to do this the right way and uh, and blow this thing up. And, you know, um, nothing better than – nobody better to have than somebody that knows the South, knows SEC football land. I know you're a Tennessee Vol, rocking the Tennessee Vol gear. Um you excited about college football coming up? It's starting in about two weeks. We start next Monday as the official launch date, the 22nd. And then that Saturday will be the first zero week of college football. And then the next week will be the launch of college football. So a lot of things in the move. Um, I know you're down in Florida. Are you excited about this uh, SEC uh, season? And I know uh, Alabama's you know, rated number one today. APL polls came out. They're one, of course. Um but Tennessee has one of my former players uh, going to come there next year. Nico, one of the t- best quarterbacks in the country. 
And we have, uh, you guys got a lot of talent coming there. So hopefully you guys can be competitive. And, uh, you know, I see it as a, uh, it's going to be an interesting football season. It will be. I'm, I mean, I have us going 10 and 2. Um, I know Roman Harper also had that too. I really think it's our year. Like I do. Um, we've got a lot of talent. Uh, everybody is hyped up. Everybody, I mean, Greg McElroy, he said he was so excited about it too. Everybody, the feeling down there is just different. And I really do think it's our year. So I'm really excited. This hey. is more exciting than Christmas for me. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. I know they got a I got a, they got a big recruit the other day, I think. They got a few other big time yeah. guys. So um Heupel's doing his thing, and I know uh, they got some good tools so to work with. So we'll see. I mean, you know, I, I, Kentucky's also on the rise. You know, they got some things coming on. So that's going to be a, you know, those two I think are going to be that team that, me, you know, kind of is, 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 is playing for that third spot right now behind um, Georgia and Alabama, obviously, as the big dogs, you know that. But I think any, any year it could be, you know, somebody could take it. And Tennessee could easily be that team this year. We'll see. Um, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm excited to see how football is, especially now that the Pac-12 is going to break up. They're going to go to the Big Ten and all these different things going on. So, no. you know, who knows? What do you think about the Calipari drama? <laughs> I, I was just going to – I don't know. Like, this is my thing. Kentucky is a basketball school. <laughs> like It is. It's a basketball school. There's nothing you can really say about it. I don't know why everybody's mad. It's a basketball school. Until Kentucky wins something meaningful, they're a basketball school. Yes, I agree. They are a basketball school. I do believe that. I mean, their football program, I do think that they have potential this year. And they, they're solid. They're good for Kentucky being a basketball school. So I think it's doctored up. I think it's just made-up drama yeah <laughs> me too um i don't know I'm, I'm curious to see if calipari and stoops has some drama this year i don't know if they will or not but i mean i just it's pretty ironic you know he has to defend his program that's the bottom line he has to defend his program any any coach would I, he has to just because the kids in that locker room are going to uh you know see him you know what i mean so right. you know that's one of those deals um I wanted to bring in Zach with you, uh, Sarah, real quick, because every Monday we have Menace Monday. Zach Smith, a former Ohio State wide receiver coach. So now we'll have a northern and a southern perspective every every Monday. Um, Zach, what up, man? What up? Hey, this is Sarah uh, Blake. If you haven't known who she is. What's up, uh, Sarah? Wanted to introduce I do. You. you. You told me about her. Yeah, yeah. She was on your show. I can't remember how long ago. Yeah, she was yeah, on it. Nice to meet you, Sarah. Nice to meet you, too. She's a volunteer. You know, she's a Tennessee volunteer. Uh, Zach God used to coach at Florida, Sarah. Zach used to coach at Florida. So, I did. Um, you know, I want to. But, but, JB, one, one of my high school coach's son is a graduate assistant at Tennessee right now. So, I'm a big Tennessee vol right now. Oh, shit. Okay. That's right. Hey, she, Sarah's all, she knows she's all in, you know, um, She's uh she just asked me though I want to get your perspective before Sarah gets out of there and goes to about her day she's busy she just came on today we're gonna introduce the show uh, starting next Monday um, she asked about the Stoops drama do you think that's a real thing I said listen it is a basketball school until fucking Kentucky can win a game and yeah, that's, 
That's what it is. But everyone, I went to Kentucky for two years. Everyone there knows what it is. Even when Kentucky was good at football, I mean, the minute they went down, it could be the second quarter. They're down seven points. Everyone is to the fucking parking lot going to drink. They don't give a shit about football there. I don't care how good they are. It's a basketball school, and that's what it is. And Stoops knew that when he signed up. Hell yeah. It's not like this is surprising. Like, damn, this is a basketball school? I had no idea. Like, everyone knew that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, like, it's like, dude, it's not a big, it's not a big puzzle. Like, fuck. And, no. and, and he has to defend. I just told Sarah, it has to, he has to defend his locker room and his players, or he's going to lose them if he were not to fight yeah. back against Calipari. You know what I mean? It's just his insecurities coming out, you know? It was like the Alabama basketball coach being shocked that it's called a football school. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I know. No doubt. Hey, uh, I'm, hey, I'm high on Tennessee this year, though, JB. I know. Sarah, I, I love Hendon Hooker. I love, I love everything that's going on. Our year. Yes. Sarah, hey, Sarah predicted them to go 10 and 2. Right. <laughs> 10 and 2. That's, that's a bold prediction. Ten and I, think, two. I think they can get Georgia, though. If they can get to Atlanta, it's a, it's a major, major success. Yeah, no doubt. What do you think about Nico, uh, my, my kid's quarterback just, coming in there next year? Um, he's you, good. Yeah, yeah. You like him? And, 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 and Hooker's what, a junior or a senior? Uh, it's his, I think it's his last year. I don't know what his classification is, but he, he, he was deciding whether he was going to come back or, or leave, and he decided to come back. So this is going to be his last year. I don't know if he has eligibility or not. but Yeah, yeah. It's his curtain call. No doubt. Yeah, no, I love Nico though. I mean, he was a seven figure, the seven figure quarterback. No shit. No <laughs> got shit. That bag. Who who else got it? Miami's guy. Yeah, he got he got a bag too. I don't know how much he got. You know, you, you never know. Half the time, it's it's family, like somebody's uncle saying a kid got this much money. It's not like it's it's not even legal to offer it to the kid. So it's like you can't you can't ever find out. Or you'd be like the guy that kid that went to USC, Jordan Addison. He he was supposedly a million dollar receiver. He got out there. He ain't no million-dollar receiver. He's pissed. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's what I'm there. curious to see what's going on with that. But we'll see, yeah. man. I'm, I'm curious to see it. And uh, like I said, Sarah's in Florida, so she's like in Gatorland, but she's evolved. So, you know. Um, I'm fighting good fight. <laughs> no doubt. No. But, Sarah, real quick before you get out of here, tell everybody you're from Kansas, though, right? I am from Kansas, yes. What part? Um, right outside of Lawrence. Okay, got you, got you, got you. So how did you how did you well, fall in love with Tennessee? Basketball school, huge basketball school, doesn't have a football program. And what else do you do? You know what I mean? Who else do you root for? Yeah. So that's I picked Tennessee. There you go. Makes so sense. you just picked Tennessee, just say fuck it, I'm picking Tennessee. No, I lived in Tennessee also, so I'm originally from Kansas, but I lived in Tennessee as well growing up. Got you, got you. So you're gonna be our uh, our SEC, and then we got jo- we got Zach up north in in uh, Columbus. So it should be interesting. So well, I appreciate you, Sarah, coming on, introducing everybody or to yourself to everybody. And like I said, I'm excited to get this thing going. Next next Monday will be our hard launch, and Sarah will be on for the first two hours of the show with me. Um, Monday, Zach will join us right in the beginning like this, and then we'll have guests on throughout the week, and then uh, it should be fun. I appreciate you, Sarah, and like I said, I know you're busy, so Hello. go go take the kids to practice. Yep, hockey. <laughs> ah, all right, I'll Bye. talk to you later on. All right. Later. Um, what up, dog? What up, man? Man, same old shit. Man, got a new setup. Had to redo the, redo the, do the, do the room and everything over the weekend. 
Shit, yeah, it looks good, man. I like the angle. Man, I was watching your show today, so you and your boy, you guys basically are fucking squared up on the cam, huh? Yeah. And then my show, you back up, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's the same shot. It just it just clips it and zooms it in for whatever reason. I don't know. It's one of those little settings. Oh, okay, I got you. What camera you use? I got a Sony A6400, I think. So you're using a real deal... Um, yeah. Yeah, like it's like a photography camera, but it's it's great for live streams and yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I got a uh man, I got a 4K um GoPro. Oh, nice. And they're they're fucking come out good. Everybody likes them. I'm going to get a 8K uh one too so I can switch to the board so when we start chalking up football and start talking it up with film yeah. and on the board I can switch it to the board like this <laughs> and I can get up oh, there. That's, yeah, that's sweet. And the camera will be much better. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it is what it is, but I appreciate it. Um, man, let me ask you something real quick. I'm going to go over it later on. Who's your who's your top five most annoying fucking media personalities? Oh, shit. Ooh, that's a long list. <laughs> that's a long list. Is that your, is that your um, camera or is that my shit going out? Uh, I don't know. It looks good to me. The fuck's wrong with my end? All right, maybe it's my shit. Um, yeah, you look good to me. Uh, let me see. Let me pull up my shit. Let me see uh, what I have here. I got a list. Um, I'll put it up later. I'm going to talk about it later. But five personalities I can't stand, dog. You know, I, I it's hard. It, it, I, I got to go with Desmond Howard at Ooh, five. Ooh, I like that. I mean, he's just a, he, It's not even that he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's not even... It, that is all true. He doesn't know what he's talking about. His takes are horrendous if you actually study the shit. But it's how, how like flamboyantly convicted he is that he that he knows what he's talking about it's like bro just just be like a personality you don't have to act like you're fucking know what you're talking about because you don't no he don't he, at all um he's in my top five what about sure. dominic fucking foxworth you know this guy oh yeah i don't know him he's on ESPN. About, but I don't know him. oh fuck dude he's fucking horrible uh Okay, I like that. Uh, I, I, that's a good one, man. I, Stephen A is is at top of my list. I yeah, have to Stephen have Stephen A's him. one. I mean, I I don't know. You, it, it can't even be a valid list without him being one. It just can't. I got Mina Kimes as well because this girl she comes on thinking that she actually knows how to play quarterback. Like yeah. she's like she's like she's fucking played it in a Super Bowl, <laughs> and I'm just like, holy fuck. See, I I don't mind Mina that much, but. For, for me, it's the ones that, like, all these woke liberal media, like Dan Woken and, and you know, Pat Ford and... Chris Heather Broussard. Danich, Nicole Arbach. I mean, they're just... It's like they hate sports and hate football. And you're like, why the fuck are you a reporter? Like, a, a, a sports media personality. Like, you, you act like you don't even like it. I, the, the one that kills me right now is fucking Chris Broussard. Yeah. He just comes on and talks about fucking everything. And then Ryan Clark's horrible. Um, he's fucking awful. Uh, we'll get to some uh, football stuff, man. We got a lot of shit on the plate. Did you see uh, Talib's brother kill the motherfucker in a youth game? How about that? It's, it's unbelievable. What is unbelievable. going on? Did you talk about your that shit today? Uh, we talked about it for a minute, but it's just like, you know... Obviously, this is the most extreme example, but some of these motherfuckers in youth sports—they—they're just—they're—they're they're trying to live vicariously through these kids. It's like just let them fucking play. I mean, I go over my son's on seventh grade football team. I was just there right before I came back to to jump on with you, 
And it's like, you know, it's not very well coached. It's not organized. Like they don't, they don't really work fundamentals that well. And it, it pisses me off to an extent, but I have to tell myself every time I watch, I'm like, fuck it. They're in seventh grade. Just walk away. Who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. Right. And some of these people out there, nine year old football shooting somebody, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, man. The cold part about it is Talib, the real player was out there too. Yeah, he was right there. So, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck are they, what are they trying to do here? Are, are you a gangster or are you a fucking coach? Or are you a fucking football guy? Like, I don't know, man. It's It's got to be the, 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 the dumbest, craziest shit. Like, the world is just in front of our eyes has changed, like, dramatically. We got shit like this happening every day. Magic Mountain out here in Cali, fucking mass shooting yesterday. Damn. So, it's like, dog, you can't go nowhere. Like, where the fuck are you going to go now? It's it, it's fucked up. I mean, and it's everywhere. And that's why, you know, there's all these people fighting for concealed carries, man, because these people out here with guns, I, I want to have one on me. Like, I know not because not I think guns are great, but I know shit, if someone's going to come shoot, I want to at least have something. I, I know, man. It's, it's like kind of like fucked up. Dog. I guess he turned himself in, by the way. Um, apparently, he turned yeah, so himself that. in uh, earlier um, and, and his lawyer came out and basically said, well, we want to tell our end of the story. So we're going to see. I, the video is hard to see. I don't know if you you can't know. You don't know if it's him shooting or not. So yeah. it's going to be. I'm curious to see how it's going to come out and, and get worked. This is the guy. Um, this is the guy that died, apparently. So, I I mean, right in the middle of the field in front of his son, apparently, though. So Yeah, in, in front of both sons, right? Like, oh, yeah. To leave's nephew, who this is his dad, that shot and killed a coach whose kid was also on the field. It's just fucked up, man. Oh man, I don't know. You know, it's just kind of fucked up. What 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 is your take on this deal here? This kid. You know about this fucking kid here? Yeah, it, you know what? It, this shit is so overblown. I mean, a kid fucking took a boot off his car cuz he got too many tickets. Like I I'm not saying that's not a dumbass thing to do, but we're going to make it out to be like he's some awful kid. He fucking just took a boot off his car. It's not like he robbed somebody or did anything that bad. So let me ask but you this so time, doesn't he like, have a track record? Oh yeah, he I mean he he's that He's got that reputation. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. He left Bama because he couldn't conform to Saban's, you know, program. So he so left Bama, like, came to Texas, and left Texas, and now he's back? No, he's he's at, he was he left Bama, transferred to Texas, and now he's suspended indefinitely until they clear up this parking boot situation. But, wow. yeah, he, he's been – he was pretty widely known as kind of a, a management issue, right? Like, you're going to have to manage that kid. So, so we got this. I don't know where to start. We got this youth kid kills a guy. Uh, Talib's brother kills a youth coach, and then I don't know if you've heard about this. I think it's made national news by now. You got this guy named Chris Flores who's out here in Cali. Now I've known who the guy is. He's basically trained Bryce Young, DJ. He's trained a bunch of guys. Stroud. Um, yeah. He's actually out here. He's one of these trainer guys. And he's come out and basically now just been arrested for basically, uh, you know, fucking everything. But um, he basically has been arrested. I, apparently, I heard oh, it yeah. was like 26 charges. Um, but basically, he's trying to he, – he, he coaches up youth, 12-year-old, 11-year-old girls in soccer as well. And then he's got a voice recording that they showed out there. And it's basically talking about to her about taking her to a movie and just fucking weird shit, man. I'm just like these fuck. But but let me ask you. This is what I want to ask you though. Like people don't understand these kids that we we end up seeing as is the Strouds or the DJs and all these big time guys later on. 
why aren't their parents doing a better job at doing a research and say, okay, why I'm paying this dude $500 a fucking session. Yeah. I go out there, Zach, it's 100 quarterbacks, and what do they do? They're all lined up, and they do a drop. They do one step, two step, three step. And I'm just like, dude, are you fucking joking me? And then you have to find out they're <laughs> pedophiles too? Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, that private coaching world is such a mess, though. I mean, my, my son, I, I I did it with him for baseball because I don't what the fuck do I know about baseball? I mean, I played it, but I don't know yeah. the intricate details. And half the people you take him to, I'm sitting here like, I know more than this fucking clown, and I don't know shit. But this guy's charging fifty bucks a session for a half hour session. It just it's it's fucked up. Everybody wants to be a, a trainer. Everyone's a, a private coach, you know, just trying to collect cash, I guess. But it's you'd be better served just to go play catch with your dad than go work with some fucking pedophile that really doesn't know shit anyways. It always cracks me up. You remember the guy George Whitfield? Oh, I know fuck yeah. Fucking A. That guy would come in to Ohio State and try to talk ball, and you'd be looking at him like, you're the dumbest motherfucker I've ever heard on a whiteboard. I mean, just stupid. Like, really, really dumb. Zach, he's I out got there so training many fucking stories about that motherfucker. Oh, shit. You know, he hit me up they, trying to come to Indy, right? He tried to come coach at Indy with me and, and bring his one of his kids over. Bro, he's, he fucking, I heard this man on ESPN College Game Day talking about curl flat. And he says, sometimes you have to make a second-level throw because if the flat defender's in the way of the curl, you need to be able to elevate the ball over the flat defender. No, you I'm throw like, the this flat. Is fucking, this is middle school football, bro. Throw it to the flat if he's in the way of the curl. The fuck are you talking about on game day? Oh, dude. It's, it's fucking unbelievable. Sark has – I have so many stories about me and him, Sark, about him. Like, Because he used to be up at UW trying to coach fucking Price. Kalen Price, who I coached up in as, as a youth, his little brother was my quarterback. And I'm like, dude. He was fucking a joke. And Sark's just like, dude, these fucking trainers. You, you, it's like this. So let me, let me ask you this question. How much did you see cross-coaching going on where you're getting them back like, fuck, dude, I got to retrain this motherfucker because this fucking idiot just told him to step in the bucket behind himself or or put his other foot up or some bullshit as a wideout. Did you have to correct a lot of these fucks? You know, sometimes. I mean, it was... It would happen like they'd have these quarterback gurus, a lot of them in California, and my receivers would go for a week in the summer. But ultimately, like, how much can that guy really fuck a kid up in one week, right? If I'm coaching him 51 weeks out of the year and this guy coaches him for one week, I mean, it's it's not going to take long to snap him back into, you know, the, the fundamentals that I've been teaching him for 51 weeks. And, he, and I think there's better ones out there. Like, I like Qu Quincy Avery. I think he does a decent job with quarterbacks. So there are better ones out there that now kids are finding. But back in the day, like, Fucking George Whitfield with the brooms and all that bullshit. It's like he's on a beach, like sweeping sand at kids' feet. You're like, what the fuck is that doing? How about the Quincy Avery had a motherfucker sitting in a chair though. That's when I I asked him on my show and he couldn't answer it. I said, well, that's that's where me and his relationship fell full. I had him on my show. It was like the worst fucking rated one I ever had. I had him on like <laughs> I had him on right after I had Jordan Palmer on, who I've known for a long time. And Jordan does a good job with these kids. You know, he's got the big, he's got Trevor Lawrence. He's got some big name guys right now um, that he does a good job with, but. I'm just like, fuck, dude. It's fucking unbelievable. Let me ask you this, man. These are some transfers I wanted to bring up. These biggest transfers right now. Do you agree to any of these guys? Being, like, leaving those schools and and coming over? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it, it's it's the nature of the beast. I just saw Penn State's, one of their top recruits, just entered the portal after a week of training camp. It's like, and you look at, like, some of those guys, like Jermaine Burton transferring from Georgia to Alabama. Like, I get it, right? 
they have a fucking the principal's kid playing quarterback at Georgia and Stetson Bennett. Like he wanted to go play with Bryce Young and you know try to be a first round draft pick. I get it, but damn, I mean you you win a national championship at Georgia and immediately transfer to fucking Alabama, the team you beat for the national championship. This is this world is something else, man. Dude, I I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, I think uh, what's his name? Fucking. What the fuck, Kelly? I mean, I, these kids got to be looking at this fuck like he's a joke. Oh, yeah. And Ryan oh, Clark comes is, on like- ESPN. Ryan Clark comes on ESPN and said he broke down the history of coaches coming there, and, and he's like, oh, he's inevitable. It's inevitable. He's winning a natty because Ed Ogeron did it, and fucking this guy, and, and, and Les Miles did, did it, and Saban did it, and I'm just like, do you realize the fuck? First of all, Ed was... Ed's a friend of mine, but he's not a great head coach. I think he'll tell you that. He's a, he's a, he's a recruiter, a rah-rah guy, and I think he fell into a great fucking loaded roster, right? Hell yeah. And he, he had a legit offensive coordinator in Joe Brady, and he got a generational quarterback in Joe Burrow that just fell in his lap. I don't think they have that right now. And, Fuck no. And I don't know no. if you heard the news, but I guess Jaden Daniels starts today. Or he's been named the starter, basically, and the backup guy who's been there six years, I guess, just quit football today. I don't know if you saw that. I saw that. And I like Jaden Daniels. I liked him at Arizona State. I think he was young and raw, but... I mean, I, that about a month or two ago, we, we I did a show on quarterback battles, and I was like, this is a no-brainer. This kid's going to be the starter. But, you know, it, it, we'll see. Because LSU hasn't really had a great football coach since Nick Saban. And like you said, like, Eddie O, he's not a scheme guy. He's not a head coach. Fucking Les Miles is a clown. Like, yeah. So they, I think Brian Kelly is a football coach. He's just a phony-ass motherfucker that they're going to see through. I, but I, I think agree. he does know football. I agree. No, nah, he knows football. He, he, I mean, fuck, he did a hell of a job at what? At D two, he was at a D two yeah, Grand Valley, State. Grand Valley, and I mean, I don't know. Uh, top twenty five came out. What do you? Uh, you got any issues here? Um, Utah I mean, sticks I, out to me, right? Utah seven. I mean, that's kind of a fucking high spot for a team that's never won a meaningful bowl game, right? I mean. Yeah. You know, you could call it a meaningful game when they beat Alabama with Urban, but, I mean, it wasn't a BCS playoff game. It wasn't a, a, a meaningful game in that regard. Um, Notre Dame's too high to me. Um, yeah. Utah and Notre Dame stick out, and I think A&M's fucking going to be a bust. Um, yeah, I do too. Here's what's crazy about that list, right? Georgia's sitting at three. They lost everybody on defense, and their offense was average as shit last year, right? Clemson was the worst Clemson team we've seen in a decade last year. So this is all just like you're projecting like, yeah, they can't stink again, right? They Maybe they won't stink this year. We'll put them up there. And the one that we were just talking about, your girl's team, Tennessee. I think Tennessee's – I'm not saying they're a top 10 team, but fuck, they're 17. They're 18. You know I, what I mean? I know. I'm looking at this list right here, and I'm just like, Miami was has been dog shit forever. Yeah. And now they project them because what? They got a few players, like a recruit or so? Like, I don't understand how you put them in 16. No. Well, um, they, 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 you know, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I mean, Pitt is sitting there at 17. Pitt won the ACC because they had Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison. Both those motherfuckers are gone. Pitt is not like that every year. I, Cincinnati and Houston. Like, they've lost everything. I, I, I want to <laughs> see how that works out. Um, 
Baylor again, once again, and then even Oklahoma losing everything and their head coach. Yeah. Um, that's Oklahoma a shocker. Oklahoma lost their best receiver, their best tight end, their best but both their quarterbacks. And that's I know they got shocker. that transfer from UCF, but it's just it's it's people that are voting on teams that like they know they're like Oklahoma. Oh, they got the guy from Clemson. I bet they'll be good. In <laughs> NC State at thirteen. NC State's quietly supposed to be really good. They really? return 75% of their production. They're going to be a really, really – they're going to be like Michigan last year, like really senior heavy, like a lot of program guys. They're going to be – especially in the ACC, unless Clemson bounces back, it might be their conference to win. No, I get you. Let me let me show you this little deal here, and, and, and I want to know what you think about this. Um, they say, without the transfer portal, is Joe Burrow in the NFL – how many stud talents over the years before transfers were common, especially a quarterback, went to go sell insurance because they didn't get picked to be the starter? I, I think it's a little extreme for this. I think Joe Burrow's an NFL quarterback regardless. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah. he was with you, Ohio State. He leaves. Um, you can give more detail than anybody. Do you yeah, agree I mean, the with that? The reality is, first of all, Bud Elliott's a fucking moron, the guy that tweeted that. Who is that? I don't even know who that is. Some guy for 247 sports. He's a fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> but never mind that. That's neither here nor there. I think Joe Burrow ends up in the NFL. I don't know if he's as good as he is, right? But he would have sat behind Dwayne Haskins in 2017 or 2018. And then he would have, Dwayne would have left for the NFL, went in the first round like he did. And then Joe would have taken over in 2019. And you probably wouldn't have heard of Justin Fields. I mean, he would have been at Georgia still. Maybe he would have transferred somewhere else. But yeah, I think Joe would have made it still. I mean, he's. He had that work ethic and he had the skill. He just had to he had to develop. It just took him a minute. And I, I think one more year at Ohio State, he would have been the starter for sure in 2019. And like I said, I don't know if he has the year he had at LSU, but I think he goes to the NFL. No doubt. I people say this all the time, and I'm just like, dude, I don't think you understand. So they say, well, J Jalen Hurts wouldn't have been an NFL player. And I said, let me break something down to you real fast. He was a fucking two-year starter at Alabama, won a natty. I right. said he was going to the NFL regardless if he transferred to Oklahoma or not. He was at Alabama. Like the fucking third string center gets drafted at Alabama. There's no doubt. I, I don't understand that these guys that come out and say this shit, man. I, I, I just, I'm just like, fuck, dude. I, I don't understand. Um, let me ask you this. While you were at Ohio State, who was the maybe like two hostile environments and, 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 and how much is it going to play two questions? So you're at Ohio state. What was like the hardest place to play? And then what was the coaching? Uh, basically like what was urban's like, uh, what did he do to, to, to say, all right, listen, this is a hostile environment. What was his big preach? Uh, when you go into those places like Penn state or Michigan that get yeah. the 110,000, um, was it different in Columbus than it was in Florida going into like uh, uh, yeah, Tennessee? Less, there, there, there was less hostile environments. I mean, you you look at the big house at Michigan. I mean, it's a big ass open bowl. It, it can kind of get loud, but for 110,000 people, it's quiet. Really? Um, but Penn State, the Penn State White House, the best atmosphere in the Big Ten, and it's only the White House. You play them at 3:30, it's still a good stadium, yeah, but it's yeah. not like that White House. Yeah, that White House fucking nuts. No, that yeah. that and a night game at LSU are the top two in the country. That I've been been a part of. So, so um, you think there's more in the South? You saying as far as oh, day to day? Yeah. I mean, I, I knew it when when I got to Florida. We played on the road against Steve Spurrier in South Carolina, and I'm thinking, all right, South Carolina, they they're not that good. 
we were, we walk out of the stadium. They had that fucking rooster shaking that cage. The place is rocking. I'm like, holy shit. South Carolina is a tough place to play. What the fuck are we talking about? I mean, everywhere. everywhere. Tennessee. The only place I didn't go was Georgia because we played in Jacksonville every year. But I've heard it's nuts, too. Alabama's nuts. Auburn's nuts. LSU. Everywhere. Every, every fucking even Mississippi State with their cowbells. Yeah, that yeah. shit's fucking annoying. Like it's it's way the, the game day experience is way tougher in the SEC than, than the Big Ten. It's not even is it close. weather related too, you think? Yeah, probably. You know, people are out longer, drinking longer, it's warmer. Don't get me wrong, people in Columbus will get fucked up in November, but you know, just maybe it's maybe it's the down coats, like it pads the noise a little bit. I don't know what it is, but it's it's definitely I don't know, man. There's something about you see see those southern girls in their sundresses with their pearls on, and you're like, what in the fuck is this world? You uh, do you hear about uh, Kirk Cousins? No. Oh, damn. I, I, I gotta be honest. Is this still a fucking thing? Like what? That's what I was just gonna ask what you. Is that still a thing? Fuck are I just we saw doing? the fucking CDC came out and said that that uh, vaccinated, unvaccinated, all those people. It's everyone's the same now. So don't worry about it. So if you get if you get it, you don't have to quarantine. You can stay in the classroom. That's what yeah. I, right? That's what they said. Right. And it's, and it's just like the flu. Like, if you have a temperature, stay home, right? Like, if, you, if you're that sick, stay home. So, I'm just confused on this shit, man. I, I don't understand what the fuck's going on with that. Um, what about Kamara? Did you see his deal? So, I guess we could suspend a cat for gambling right on the spot. Like, this motherfucker suspended. Yeah. Kamara gets his, uh, his shit might not, he might get a year off. <laughs> hey, dog, we'll just hit you next year. We You're pretty good right now. Uh, man, that shit's so funny. I, I tried to get that done in 2015. I had I had three players failed failed a drug test, their second drug test. So they had they got suspended for two games. And I'm like, damn, can we make it the second and third game? Because we play like Buffalo and Akron, but we opened with Virginia Tech. I was like, I really want them that first game. Suspended for some extra games later. I'm just like, dude, you got to be kidding me. So so so, and we still don't have a a, a saying on Deshaun. So it's like, what the fuck are we doing? So, his ass is playing. I watched him the other day. He's out there playing. Did you see Jacksonville booing the fuck out of him, calling him a oh, weirdo yeah. or something? Fucking weirdo. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, that shit is crazy. I, when are they going to fucking announce it? They, they, they said, I mean, they got to go through the whole arbitration now. They got to. How fucked up is this? Roger Goodell says no. Like, we don't agree. We appeal what this third party judge said, right? We're appealing it. And then he said, but we're not going to handle the appeal. We're going to hire a third party to handle it. It's like, bitch, you just did that. And you didn't agree with them. Like, what? It's so fucked up. And he makes but $20 million. What's gonna is, yeah, he's going to play. That's what's going to happen. While they try to figure it out, he's going to play. So he'll get like a stay order. Yeah, absolutely. His team, I mean, because now they're fucking with him at this point. Like, they did all that shit. He sat out last year. He, he was going to, he agreed to the six-game suspension. Like, it was done. And then right before the season, they appeal it and say, no, we, we don't agree with that punishment. He's like, fuck you. I'm playing then. Kiss my ass. So what have you got to evaluate anything? I've been watching your show. I know it's getting closer and closer. Next week, or not this weekend, but the next weekend's game, game one, zero week, and then two weeks out from, from game college game day. Are you uh, – I know LSU, other people are starting to name their, their cues and, and all that. Um, have, you, have you got to evaluate anything up that way? Your way? Yeah, I've started. I've started to. I usually wait until so Wednesday is when I'm really going to start doing shows about it because, this like Wednesday? you said, I want to. Yeah, this coming Wednesday because I, I, I like to wait. I mean, fuck how yeah, me these too. teams that put out preseason top twenty fives, they don't even know who the starting quarterback is of that fucking team. How could they tell you how good they're going to be? You know what I mean? It's it's sports media bullshit, clickbait. So I always wait till about you know fourteen days out from the first game. 
Yeah, the, yeah, no doubt. I, I'm I'm the same, and I don't get to watch that much college or, or have the same. You know, I don't have my foot in the ground anymore in that level. Uh, it's more NFL now. My with my players, I had one of my former players, second rounder. He just got actually released by the Chiefs today after he was a. Uh, after he signed with the Chiefs, um, interesting move because he was a three-year starter in uh, in Houston for the for the fucking Texans. Uh, Lonnie Johnson went to Kentucky, actually. Oh yeah, I know Lonnie. Yeah, so uh, you know he played for me at Garden City. So I didn't know that. But, you yeah. know, I recruited Lonnie, and he was committed to us at Ohio State before he had no uh, fucking yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah, fucking Indiana kid. Um, yep, Gary, Indiana. Yeah, man, he had a fucking you know uh, he. Uh, I drove his fucking ass from L.A. To Garden City, Kansas. Jesus. <laughs> hey, that's what it was, dog. You know what I mean? That's Hell what yeah. it was. Uh, my kid, uh, Calvin Jackson, caught the winning touchdown against the Eagles for the Jets. Uh, and then my other kid, Jermaine, the DN, is the one that fucking uh, got a 15-yarder for hitting Hurts out of bounds. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. So I had two impactful kids in that game, so that was kind of funny. Um you uh so so let me ask you this: Ohio State has who first? They they open up with Notre Dame September third. Oh, they do open up with Notre Dame. That's that's why Notre Dame's at five. They're trying to hype that game up. Two versus five. That's interesting. Fucking five. There's no fucking way. Oh, no, they're five. If they're five, then you're telling me. I mean, Vegas has Ohio State like eleven or fourteen point favorites right now. If they're five, then then the difference between two and five is a massive gap. Yeah, I, I don't understand how the fuck you make that. It, it shit is unbelievable to me. I, how is Utah at seven? I know you probably don't get past the you know East Mississippi as far as looking at these type of guys. Uh, how is Utah so high? I know they, I know they had a decent year to wrap the season last year, and they beat Oregon what three times or whatever. Fucking right. crazy shit. What? Why are they so fucking good? I, I th- now I don't know if you know they're running back there who was all Pac-12 last year. He's a Independence Kansas kid, uh, JUCO kid um, that I brought in when I was leaving. What uh? Do you know anything? Why the fuck are they number seven? I mean, yeah, no, I I don't see it. I mean, I know they return a lot, and that's probably why. And also the Pac-12's down. I mean, I, you, I guess you got to deal with Lincoln Riley now, but Utah's. I mean, they've been handling their business in the Pac-12, but I mean, just. You watch Ohio State with their backup receivers just dismantle Utah in the Rose Bowl. So I, I don't see it, but, you know. I'm just trying I, to I look at Oregon, and I'm like, okay, well, Oregon, I, I get it. Utah beat them twice last year or three times. I don't remember what they beat them. Um, twice, I guess. Um, so they're four slots behind them. So, I mean, at least they, they got it right because Utah beat them last year. But that's yeah. a, that's kind of awkward to see Oregon below Utah um, when they're the name in the, tw- uh, you know, the name that really hasn't done shit. And, and you know, yeah, have you right. noticed that? Like, how are you the right. name? Because you're Nike and you got neon <laughs> uniforms. You haven't really done shit. You made it to a natty. No. You lost. In the Chip Kelly era, you lost. And you haven't really done shit. So no. you have no natty. You've done but nothing. Is, you know how it is. They just like storylines. Like Dan Lanning was the D coordinator at Georgia, won a national championship. He gets the head coaching job. Bo Nix, who, by the way, stunk at Auburn, but we can pretend like he was a good quarterback at Auburn. He transfers to Oregon. Now it's like there's there's a bunch of headlines around him. So people just heard about him all offseason. So now they think they're going to be really good. You know Dillingham? No, I don't know. I don't know. I know who he is. I don't know him, though. So those guys all recruited Jermaine from me. You know, that's that, that's how they got Jermaine at Georgia. Um, Dellingham was like, fuck. So Dellingham helped me with some Arizona kids. He's an Arizona native. 
Gotcha. I think he's the youngest OC in D1. He's been the youngest when he went to fucking Memphis, then he went with Norvell to Florida State, and now Lanning, you know, brings them. They're boys. Um, young staff. My boy Clem's the old line coach. He's the most veteran of all of them, uh, and he's their recruiter um, on that staff. Um, so I talked to a few of those guys here and there. Um, and Lanning was a good dude. It is what it is. But, um, you know, you're going to be curious to see when you have a defensive head coach like Kirby Smart, who basically we know calls it. Right. You have a title DC in Lanning who's going to get a head job because of his title. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to see another motherfucker take a job. And if he fails... It's going to be because, oh, well, the search committee that we hired, this firm who hired this guy, like, this is the thing we keep seeing. And I wanted to ask you, like, how do people with doctor degrees like presidents and ADs continue to hire outside of the university to make decisions for the university in, 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 in regarding their students who pays FTE, full-time enrollment, and you have them on your campus who these firms have never met, by the way. Right. And you hire a fucking firm that's like in Florida to hire the head coach at Oregon. And I, I just, do you see that being an issue? Oh, it's a huge issue. And it, it's, it's trended that way for the last, you know, probably two decades. It's gotten worse and worse and worse. I mean, I, I've told the story before Bowling Green State University fired their head coach, right? They have one booster, only one guy that had money, <laughs> gave money to Bowling Green. He played high school football for my grandfather. So when they fired him, guess what he did? He picked up the phone, called my fucking grandfather, and said, hey, we need a football coach. Who should we hire? And he said, you have to hire Urban Meyer. He worked for me at two different places. He's unbelievable. He'll be a great head coach. Click, done, hired him. That's how shit used to work. Now some fucking guy with a suit on that probably never played football is going to tell, going to advise an athletic department. It's, it's, it's all because they don't want to be wrong. And if they're wrong, at least if they paid a bunch of money to a search firm, they did their job. Right, it's like ads. They don't even have to make hard decisions anymore, the, the shitty ones. Or you go to a guy like Gene Smith at Ohio State. He didn't hire a fucking search firm when Urban was going to walk away. He was like, I, "I've I've watched Ryan Day do this. That's my fucking head coach." Yeah, it's going to be fucking interesting, man. I I don't know. It's going to be funny to see. I want to kind of interested to see this thing play out, but um, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, what else you got going on, man? So you'll be on the show this whole week, and it's basically gonna, you're going to gear up into college fo- football, right? Yeah, we're getting into college football now, and we're starting all our other shit. We're going to start doing call-in shows on the weekends, and you know, once once season starts, it's a whole different animal. Really? It's not talking about bullshit. It's talking about real shit. So you do seven days a week? We're going to do seven days a week. We're going to do a Saturday night, like, like after the Ohio State game, kind of a reaction show, a Sunday morning call-in show, and then every day, Monday through Friday at noon. Wow. You're fucking grinding it out. You're trying to make it go, you know? Hey, I hear you, man. Hey, hey, people that say stagnant, dogs don't grow. Shit. So I got to change it. it. No, I appreciate you coming on, man. A lot of these guys are coming over to your show, so it's good to see them um, coming over there. So it's, it's good as you see the content. So, no, I appreciate it, man. I'm going to – I got a uh, – I got uh, my boy Matt McChesney coming on on Wednesday, and then I got uh, the, the lead betting lady for Barstool, uh, Kelly Stewart, who's Kelly in Vegas, if you follow her on social oh, media. Oh, yeah, I know her. Yeah. She'll be on Friday. Um, nice. Talk all things like Betty. She has a show called uh, Money Shots, her and another girl on Barstool. Yeah. Yeah, they do yeah. a betting show. So, 
Uh, should be interesting, man. So we're gonna we're gonna get into some football shit, and I got more NFL shit I gotta discuss, obviously. So I gotta do that shit, and then uh, during the season, so I'll get into that. But I'm waiting on this film, the new film. Once these guys get back, to give me that DV Sports stuff to you, and hopefully you can add that to your own show, and then we could do our own thing on Mondays or whatever. Hell yeah, that's the plan. All right, brother. Hey, enjoy the kids, man. I'll, I'll talk to you next week. All right, I see you, Jimmy. All right, Zach. Um, appreciate Zach coming on. Appreciate Sarah coming on. That's the news. If you see, this is the backdrop, the new backdrop that we've created here. Um, I like it a lot better. I've seen some people talk about square up the camera, but I, I just don't have the room for the squared up look. So this is about as squared up as I'm going to be on the camera, and you still get everything in the show. Um, so that is what it is. So, um, yeah, her and Megan losing money. Um, yeah, I, I hear you, Ace. Um, but we're going to talk. We're going to have her on. Um, at least she's fine as a motherfucker. Um, but uh, Sarah, Sarah's going to come on um, every, uh, every day. She'll be on starting next Monday. We start the new show. So I just thought it was going to be a good fit uh, between me and her. Plus with Zach on Mondays, all these different guests we got. And we'll have Brandon Lang on Fridays as well. Um, for scared money don't make money and he'll do a one hour per week on all of college and nfl betting so we'll have brandon lang on fridays plus all the continued guests that we continue to have and grow so make sure you hit the like button subscribe become a member this episode is brought to you by betonline.ag head on over to betonline use the promo code believe b-l-e-a-v get you 50 percent off welcome bonus and also you see the candidates behind me Canadips right here, CanadipsCBD.com, gets you 20% off and free shipping using my promo code, COACHJB, so all caps, so make sure you use that, um, and uh, and understand all that, so appreciate you guys for joining in, um, I'm also doing this thing for uh, Canadips, so I appreciate everybody that's bought, I've seen some people that said he bought some and got some coming, so I appreciate you guys that have bought Canadips, keep buying them for me. Appreciate you, and make sure you guys, if you're not members, become one. Dollar ninety nine, man. We're gonna keep growing this show. Free merch, free vodka, free different bottles. I'm I'm signing some bottles. I'm sending them out to last week's winners who called in, and I'll be doing the same as we continue to go. We'll we'll have a lot of giveaways too for the show. By the way, uh, we're gonna have a lot of giveaways and different things like that. Um. So I appreciate Sarah coming on, uh, introducing herself to you guys. Everybody pretty much knows her. She's on the cover of FHM Magazine. She's also doing some Playboy uh, things. And uh, plus, she's still a a Tennessee Vol at heart, a Kansas Jayhawk. So she's got sports blood in her. And uh, it's good to have her on different perspective. I think it'll be good with the show. A variety of different shit we're going to have. So it's going to be interesting to have her on. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, you can't beat $1.99, dog. Can't beat that shit. So make sure you come on in. Um, if Jay wasn't here when Sarah came on, I don't know if he did, but he probably nutted on himself. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Let's get you to the quote of the day. We're just getting started. Uh, we were already a fucking hour in because I introduced Sarah and had Zach on. So we started the show with a bang. Um, quote of the day. I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feels. Please let that resonate, man. Shit. If you stop trying to get to the top, then you must have never been on the bottom. 
shit, I know that much. You probably ain't never been on the fucking bottom if you stop trying to get to the top. I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feels. I remember how the bottom feels every fucking day. I still ain't off the bottom. I don't think you can ever be off the bottom. Once you feel that you are off the bottom, I feel that you'll never continue to climb. So, hey, it is what it is, man. Um, Jay missed Sarah. So Jay's right now got the fucking Jergens out and Vaseline probably at the house in that dark-ass back room of his in Mississippi. Um... So, it is what it is. Um, poll question. I want to ask this question real quick. I want to ask the poll question before we get into some of the show. I want to ask some, uh, a poll question real quick. Fast food or candy? What would you rather have? Fast food or candy? I can't do fast food, dog. I just can't do it. I'm a candy guy. I- I'd rather do candy. I'll eat candy here and there. Like, I had a Reese's peanut butter cup before the show. I, I like candy. But I stay off the candy. But I, you know, I, I do a little bit of candy. Uh, I can't do fast food, dog. I I can't do fast food no more. I stopped doing the fast food shit, and I I've shit. It's helped me. I stopped doing the fast food, dog. Fuck that. I Christian will eat anything. He told me earlier today. Christian, who's running the show from behind the scenes, he's also hating on Tennessee because he's a Kentucky backwood fucking blue neck, right? He says he can eat anything. He'll just shit it out because it's just food. It doesn't matter if it tastes good. So you see who I'm dealing with, right? In the back, uh, in the backwoods here, I'm dealing with Christian who, who just eats fucking anything and then shits it out all over his wall. And uh, he will eat Mexican pizza all day long at Taco Bell, he said. And he don't care. Or he'll eat $5 pizzas at Little Caesars. See, I can't eat Little Caesars. I will literally shit on myself. I can't do no fucking Little Caesars. There's no fucking way. Um, Another poll question I got, I want to make sure, I want to ask, do you guys like the new name of the show? Do you like the graphics of the show? Do you like everything that we've done, the new setup? Um, I don't care if you don't like it. I'm still going to stick with it. So it's a new backdrop, new graphics, new setup on the show, new uh, setup behind me. Got the footballs on the shelf, got the slapdick shit. So, we got it going on, man. Uh, Sarah's actually totally revamping a room at her house. She's making her own setup. We'll have some new posters. Um, we, uh, we got some new posters coming. So, this slapdick vodka poster that you see will be coming down, and we'll have the Coach JB show coming up. So, it's getting better. Appreciate you guys, Newer's Court, and everybody else. So appreciate everybody, uh, Kenneth, and all you guys. Um, appreciate everybody. Hector's in the house. Capo, uh, Hector, how'd you do on Friday on the betting? I know, uh, I know you reached a lot of them early on. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah just posted that on social media. Um, Lot to discuss today, man. Pet peeve. I was going to ask Sarah her pet peeve earlier. I forgot to ask, but I have to say, I got to ask this pet peeve question, man. My biggest pet peeve right now, I can probably use it every single day. My biggest pet peeve is wearing a fucking mask in the car alone. Wearing a fucking mask in the car alone has got to be a top three pet peeves of all fucking time. 
You get the slap dick for that. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> I, I mean, there's just no fucking way you can continue to wear a fucking mask by yourself in a car. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't understand why. Are you getting it from the AC? Do you think you're getting it from the AC duct or something I don't know about? Like, can we please clarify? What the fuck? Are, how you getting it? I don't get it. Man, I can't stand that shit. I don't get it. It is what it is. Um, Lots to discuss, man. I got to get into a lot of... My main discussion today is going to be about the difference um, in today and yesterday, all right? It's going to be the difference. But I got to talk about Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, basically, apparently, his contract... He wanted to guarantee he wouldn't have to play more than 60 games a season and not play a back-to-back game. Now, that is what irks me right there. That is the soft shit. And, you know, I'm going to get into this later on because I'm going to get into this uh, Tatis for the uh, Padres suspension. And I'm going to get into why and when and how we made this a player's league. Because if we've made this a player's league, uh, I believe we have fucked ourselves. We have fucked ourselves by making it a player's league. And we're going to get into that uh, in depth later on. Lamar Jackson says he will negotiate until the season and then he'll stop. But he's doing it by himself. So if he doesn't get the big bag, uh, so to speak, then he's going to negotiate it himself until he does get it. So we're going to see what ends up happening there. This is kind of how I look at Kyrie. And this is why people don't understand. There's a fucking huge difference. Before I show you my top five most annoying media personalities. um, Dog... If you haven't seen this, it's a comical, right? Is this not true, though? That's the Department of Corrections versus the Department of Education. Since I was a little kid, and I've been, I don't know if you want to call it fortunate or unfortunate, right? Fortunate or unfortunate to be in both of those buses. I've been in both of those cafeterias. I've been sitting at both of those lunch tables. It is actually exactly the fucking same. It's exactly the same. That couldn't be a better fucking depiction of the two. That's how fucked up we are. Those two things are identical. Identical. We pay for more. We pay more money to go to the fucking jailhouse than we do the schoolhouse. And it is definitely showing in the way these dumb motherfuckers we got walking around here think now. We got some of the dumb motherfuckers. I'm going to tell you, dog. We got some crazy shit. Um, have you fucking seen Shooter McGavin? My main man. Shooter McGavin, dog. Have you seen him? He looks fucking horrible. He looks absolutely horrible. Um... He was arrested for DUI and tells the cops he was in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> uh, that motherfucker said he was in Happy Gilmore. 
He told the cops. He's living off a fucking 25-year-old movie. Oh, shit, dog. I thought that shit was fucking comical. Uh, I know that I know that picture's old and all that shit, but dog, I just found it and saw it, and I thought it was comical as fuck. Uh, oh, here's somebody said that's four years old. So he's living off a 21 year old movie. Fucking shut up, you dick writer. Thanks. I know it's old, you fucking idiot. I love my narrators in the chat. And motherfuckers, you should be paid for producing a show called These Nuts. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's motherfucker walking around here. He has no jaw. Motherfucker has no jaw. And, uh, dog, it is fucking disturbing to say the least, but he has no jaw. But I want you to look at his bra. The female he got is fine. She's a baddie. And, uh, a man with no jaw, his jaw was... Literally cut off. Check this shit out. Disturbing for some. Funny for others. I don't know what else to tell you. This is Joseph. He fell in love with Venia. Joseph has a rare condition whereby he was born without a jaw or a chin, which left Venia originally having doubts. When we were friends, um, people always questioned our friendship and... Um, if we were more than friends, and I will always tell them, no, 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 we're just friends, because like I, I was embarrassed. The couple are now happily married. I didn't see his face anymore. I just saw his, his spirit, his personality. But not everyone believes that this marriage is real. She can't kiss him, or she must be cheating on him. We are faking marriage for attention. I mean, I gotta be leaning that way too, dog. I, I gotta ask, I got some fundamental questions to ask. How he eats? <laughs> uh, I got I just got some fundamental questions, dog. How he eats? How he talks? And you're telling me that she is with him out of love, knowing she can't ever get her pussy ate. Stop fucking playing, homie. Stop fucking playing. I, I just got to be honest. I mean... <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say, dog. I got some evil parts of me in my, you know, body. Um, she'll never have her pussy ate by him. I mean... Dog, I'm saying, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, but dog, he has no jaw. This is Joseph. He fell in love with Venia. That looks like a straight scene out of 90 Day Fiance, Lucy. I gotta be honest. It looks like a cloud chase movie made a script. I gotta be real. He has no jaw. He almost looks like the Invisible Man. If you ever seen that movie, The Invisible Man? Um... Fuck, homie. I'm sorry, dog. But I just... I don't believe you. I'm sorry that I just don't believe in... I don't believe you. I do not believe it. It's like going to fucking PetSmart and they say, want to donate a dollar. And I say, fuck no. Fuck no. I'm not donating a dollar because I don't believe it. I don't believe that guy with that jawline... 
with no mouth, no tongue, nothing. Um, he can't eat pussy either. There's no way, because she's pretty bad. I'll be honest. She's pretty bad, though. He way, he outkicked the coverage. Uh, there's no fucking doubt. He outkicked the coverage on that shit. Um, I got to be honest. Um, if you haven't seen this fucking security cam fight, look at this dumb shit right here. So I'm confused. Is that a female... A male, a made-up human, what is that? (laughs) I I don't know, dog. She got some strong kicks on me. I got to be real. That bitch had some strong kicks. So I'm calling it a bitch based on the fact that I don't know what it is. And then she has some actually some pretty fucking strong kicks. Um, this guy had like $200 million worth of cars. You heard about this guy, this billionaire? He basically fucked himself. His fucking parking garage got flooded and his insurance does not cover any flooding whatsoever. He lost $200 million worth of fucking high-priced cars. I don't even know where to begin, dog. First of all, if you got those cars, figure it out. They're not going to be in that fucking underground fucking warehouse. And they clearly were all underwater. You are fucked. You are fucked. You are fucked. You should never have had those cars, dog. Should have never got those cars. I got to show you this fucking video, man. Um... This week will be our last week, basically, as just me. Sarah joins us. We're going to be having a co-host. We're going to talk more sports, uh, more day-to-day current events. But the show platform will change a little bit, and I think for the better. But great white doing white people shit is the epitome of this video you're about to see. And I just want to know, I never see a brother doing this. I wouldn't do it, and this is the epitome, the definition of white people shit. Fucking with a great white shark. Take a look. (laughs) White people doing great white bullshit. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Um, I don't, man, I, yeah, in a cage, Brian, you see Shaq on that board out there in the middle of the motherfucking water, though? Fuck no. I ain't never seen nobody motherfucking darker than me in that motherfucker. That shit is comical. Why would you do it? And she's totally cool with it. You see that bitch? She's just cool. I don't 
you. <laughs> Dog, I laugh at stupidity. I laugh at how stupid you are. Dog, I have to laugh at it. Like if the if the shark made a laugh and bit that motherfucking board in half, I would still laugh at it. That's what you don't understand. I would still laugh. I think that shit is fucking unbelievable. I think it's fucking comical. Dog, but you're out there. You already knew what was happening when you went out there. So that's the problem. You already knew the deal. So, ah, man, it's fucking comical. It's comical. Um, there's a few things before I get to the last part of this show. Uh, we won't be three hours today, obviously. We'll be another hour or so this week. We'll go about two hours this week with some special guests. We got some guests coming in this week, also, obviously, too, some good ones. We also have some very, very big-time guests on the on the horizon. So, um, so the show is transforming. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Tell everybody about it, too. Let me show you something real quick, though. I got to talk about this trans baby shit. We got these motherfucking politicians and these people promoting the trans world and saying that babies are now trans, but yet calling themselves Christian, where yet the Bible says uh, it's a sin. So I'm fucking very confused on this hypocritical fucking narrative. But if you haven't seen this video, take a listen. Often know that they are transgender from the moment that they have any ability to express themselves and parents will often tell us this. We have parents who tell us that their kids, they knew from the minute they were born practically and actions like refusing to get a haircut or standing to urinate, trying to stand to urinate, refusing to stand to urinate, trying on siblings clothing, uh, playing with the quote opposite gender toys things like that there is more and more a group of adolescents that we are seeing that really are coming to the realization that they might be trans or gender diverse a little bit later on in their life so what we're seeing from them is that they always sort of knew something was maybe off and didn't have the understanding to know that they might be trans or have a different gender identity than the one they had been assigned so that is a, a growing population that they are that we are seeing and that's being recognized as being trans and able to be even know what this so once you're born you're transgender according to her that dog i can't believe that we're we've allowed this shit for so long but i'm gonna tell you dog um you guys have allowed this shit we have allowed this shit humans we've allowed it by what you allow instead of coach it you allow it period We've allowed this shit for fucking far too long, dog. And now you want, and you're wondering why this shit's happening. That's why it's happening. Shit. What do you mean? This is why it's happening. Zach Wilson's not done for the season. He he, he got hurt early in the in the game, but I, the play that he got hurt on is where I'm kind of confused because see, these cats think that this is the league. They're running backs. And, and, and you keep fucking around, dog. Keep fucking around. And keep fucking around. And your career is going to be over, dog, for a lot of you fucks that refuse to stand in the pocket and throw the rock on time. And you want to keep running around. 
Your fucking careers are going to be over sooner than later. So, you guys got to fucking realize that shit, man. Stop fucking running around. You're blowing your knees out and shit. But he'll be back. And I wanted to give a shout-out to Calvin Jackson, one of my former players. He caught the winning touchdown versus the Eagles in a preseason game, obviously. He's trying to make the roster as a 53-man uh, solidified guy. And super uber-talented, great fucking human, great kid. Um, I hope he makes it, man. I mean, you know, uh, he's, 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 in a, he's in a battle to get it. Obviously, he played. Jermaine Johnson, first-rounder, obviously, he's paid already. He, he's going to be on the roster um, I didn't get to see him too much. I know he came off the edge. He looked pretty good. He hit Jalen Hurts late in the game. I, I mean, he hit Jalen Hurts late, apparently, out of bounds. Um, I don't mind it at all. I love it. Um, I, I love it. So, it's funny. It's funny. Um, but both of those players did well um, the other night. Plus, I had other players playing all over the place. So, it was a great, great, great weekend of football to watch those former guys play. Um I don't, have you heard this story? Have you heard this issue? Have you heard this big time deal with uh, with fucking Ann Hesh? Have you seen the Ann Hesh news? Um, and then I'm going to talk about my top five war movies of all time and my top five most annoying media personalities. I'm going to share those with you um, before I get into some other things, but. Have you heard about Anne Hesh and have you seen the video? And I'm confused on what the video is. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I would, I would, I don't know if people are that dumb yet. I do know that there are dumb people out there. I don't know if they're that dumb to where we know we're being filmed. But apparently, Anne Hesh was announced dead on the scene, which we did not hear. We heard she died later on in, 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 in the hospital. But apparently, she unzipped the body bag she was being carted to the car in, popped out of the deal, and they forced her back in it and zipped up the bag. And apparently, it's on film. So, I haven't seen um, a lot of it, but I want to show you two clips that I've seen, and I'm very interested... In your take, mind you, one of the girls that are talking is saying him, him, him. So I think they think it's a guy. I don't know if it's Ann Hesh. Uh, obviously, it's, it's naked. So um, I want to show you these two videos. And we're, this is the first time we're going to see this, uh, this victim. It doesn't look that good, but yeah, it does look terrible. Um, and uh, we'll just see if maybe they're just moving him out of there or if they put him in an ambulance. That's some sort of sign, but yes. So basically the activity that we were looking for, that, uh, that anxious or that quick moving, that was going on on the other side of the vehicle. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. He's completely alive. What the? He keeps saying he's alive. Now, I don't know if they know who that is, but apparently that's Ann Hesh. So, uh, that's Ann Hesh, dog. Uh, now, here's another video you can see a little better. It, it, and then I hear there's a conspiracy as to why they killed her off. Another fucking conspiracy. Dog, it's just some fucking wild shit going on in the world. Here's another p video of Ann Hesh apparently coming alive. See well, and my eyes were really hurting, and I decided... 
So he leaves Heche in a burning car. An impossible decision for David. I was convinced she was 100% passed away. It took dozens of firefighters and special equipment, but Heche survived. Wait, what? blood sample to test whether what? she was drinking or on drugs during the crash. A woman in the home did not need medical attention, but she needs just about everything else. Neighbors have set up a GoFundMe page to help. Y'all saw that, right? Rewind this. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. It looks like a guy to me, too, Georgian. It looked like a guy to me. But how do they know it's her? Like, I, I, that's what I don't get. How do they know it's her? Um, and, and, and my mom's a doctor, and they said that you're supposed to cover the burn victims all the way. So I, she probably popped up from being loaded and then they covered her back up. I don't know if they were killing her. I'm sure they have this thing covered. Um, I have no idea. The firemen are doing it because they are trained in burns. And I think they were the ones transporting her to the paramedics, which you just saw. So, yeah, I don't believe... Uh, I, I don't believe that that's what happened. And I just wanted to share that because everybody out there that thinks they do it for fucking likes and video likes and tweets. And I'm just like, dog, if that's her, we don't even know. Number one. Number two, how are we assuming? Number three, I know they have to cover up burn victims. So I just wanted to be clear on the video as to what it shows and what the truth is. And all these fucks out here trying to gain fucking Followers on TikTok are brainwashing our fucking youth. Youngsters out there, don't believe every fucking thing you see. Um, I don't know, man. I haven't seen an alien. When I see an alien, then we'll talk. I have yet to see an alien. I have yet to see a real ghost. I have yet to see... Anything outside the ordinary of a human. And if any of you guys have, please let me know. I want to see it. Because I haven't seen the motherfucker. I haven't seen it. I have yet to see it or hear about it. And uh, I don't think Anne Hesh is, it, it was alive. And I don't think that was even her. I think Anne Hesh was already gone. I think they made that shit. Um, you can make that shit on fucking iMovie. Shut the fuck up. Get, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Um, it's kind of fucking weird, man. I, I don't get it. But it is what it is. Shit. I'm tired of, tired of hearing it. Um, lot to discuss, man. We had a... I cooked a lamb and a smoked a tur turkey over the weekend in my 55-gallon drum smoker. I got to say, it's kind of the best fucking cooking device I've ever seen in my entire life. The best food... It's unbelievable. Whole chicken in that motherfucker, man. It comes out like fucking dripping, juicy, wet. Um, pussy? I don't know. Can I say that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Um, top five war movies. Gotta be honest. I gotta break it down. Ticking on the bottom. I gotta go with Full Metal Jacket. Top five war movies of all time. Um, 
Top five war movies. Gotta be number one. Full Metal Jacket, man. Uh, M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Top war movie of all time. Um, Oh, Ace, I know, brother. I appreciate you, but you already know I'm fucking around. You know damn well. Look at this great shirt I got. I got to show you this shirt. If you can't see the shirt, there you go. Bam! Short, fat, skinny, and tall. I fucked them all. Make sure you head on over to CoachJBStore.com and get you one of these bad boys. Got the JB logo on the front. Short, fat, skinny, or tall. Fuck them all. I actually made it more politically correct for all you guys out there. I took the I out. So I took the I out. And uh, so now it just says short, fat, skinny, or tall. Fuck them all. So you can wear that now, you know, to your, to your, to your family reunion, to your church gathering, to your to Bible study. You can wear these shirts anywhere now. As soon as I took the I out, you guys can take them. To any any type of family function, um, you know, you can walk down the mall with your significant other wearing it. Um, you know, you could do any of that. So make sure you do it. Um, <laughs> if you didn't hear me, I said not. You know, I did say you can wear it to Bible study in church. Please don't. Um, but uh, anyway, Full Metal Jacket, top top notch to me. Love it. Platoon. If you guys are old enough to know what Platoon is, Saving Private Ryan, number three. American Sniper, I just think it's a real, real American fucking movie. And if you have never seen Body of Lies, go see it. Go watch Body of Lies. And Leonardo DiCaprio, go watch Body of Lies and tell me that it isn't a fucking great movie. Um... If you haven't seen Body of Lies, you need to go see it. All right? You need to go see it. Brian, you're going to get blocked again asking me dumb questions, homie. I don't know what it is. I don't fucking make the gear. I don't stock it. Whatever we got, we got, dog. God damn, you love asking the same shit over and over. God damn. You're like a fucking female, homie. Holy shit. All right. Most five most annoying media personalities. Here we go. All right? Here we go. <sighs> Callie, what's up, girl? I got to put Stephen A at number one. I got Mina Kimes fucking ass who thinks she knows every fucking thing. I got Dominique Foxworth at number three. He is absolutely fucking horrific. Ryan Clark is right there with him. And Chris Broussard. If you don't know about Chris Broussard, he does these fucking... He used to be on ESPN, got fucking booted, Got was on Fox. He does his own show now. He is an absolute fucking... Buffoon, like he's abs- he's actually could be number one, um, but Stephen A's takes the cake. Um, apparently, he came back today to ESPN. I didn't know. I-, I I know something's up, and I did not watch it, but I saw a rerun earlier. This motherfucker was in a boat. I'm like, come on, dog. ESPN's become a fucking mockery. It's become a fucking mockery. I don't understand how much of a mockery that shit has become. Like, it is unfucking believable Kimberly, Kimberly Martin Oost is unfucking believable 
And who else, who's the blonde? I mean, who's the bald broad? Who's the bald broad on there who is fucking hard to look at? I, I, I just, the people that these motherfucking ESPN puts on their show blows my fucking mind. Blows my mind. Um, Kimberly Martin, though, homie. Holy shit. She's fucking horrible. Kimberly Martin is one of the worst fucking humans I've ever heard speak about something. Swear to God. Um, Fernando Tatis was suspended 80 games. And I got to discuss the epic failure of what paying money is paying these athletes these huge contracts. The epic failure of what it is doing and what enabled the enabled fucks that we're allowing. Um, one of my boys, Compton Native, Compton Dominguez High School, um, former NBA star, has came out and commented about what I'm talking about. And I want you to see what Brandon Jennings had to say. He said, for one, whoever made this a player's league was the stupidest thing ever for the game of basketball. And he goes on to say a lot more. He's, he also goes on to say a lot more. I couldn't agree more. I appreciate what he said. Um, basically, whoever made this league a player's game is it's the dumbest decision of all time i agree because what it has done it is allowed for the players to control all things make more money and still demand trade under contract so they can demand trade under contract and I just find that shit to be the fucking hardest thing. I I find that to be the hardest fucking thing um, to discuss. But we are continuing to pay these crazy fucking people at crazy rates. And plus we let them dictate the narrative uh, by being traded under contract and not have to pay anyone back. Imagine that you sued... Or imagine you were in a contract and you broke the contract. Do you realize that we would all have to be paying people back for violating the contract, breaking the contract? We would have to pay people back. Ben Simmons not only got money, he he sued for back pay. He sued for back pay. And... Dog, it just blows my fucking mind that we continue to fuck the game. Plus, we fucking, these guys are fucking their teammates over, who they agree to play with. And it just sets a horrible, a horrible precedent uh, for the younger generations coming up. I just don't understand how we have allowed this to be a player-driven league like we have. I, I don't. I don't understand it. Um... I don't get it. 
at least understand something. At least understand something. <clears throat> at least understand something. Man, you see the fucking sign on my fucking door, homie? I can't stand UPS. These motherfuckers are retarded. But anyway, I got a big-ass sign on my front door. And it says, do not knock. Do not do anything. And I'm like, fuck, homie. You guys give me one second. Um, it's It's got to be something I have to sign for, so... Uh, give me one second. I'll be right back and uh, appreciate you. Man, that man, like I said, man, I'm trying to get back right. Uh, you so know, you're not I, done. Uh, you're trying to get back in it. Yeah, facts. So uh, when I was in, um, Yo, you need me? Good well, to hear. On, on pro day and shit, I was, I had got hurt on pro day, so that's what really messed me up. You know what I'm saying? And then the COVID, not having a combine, you know, I got invited to that. But shit, I, you know what I'm saying? It was a process. You got, you got into Detroit's camp, and then the injury, they just, the injury was too much to practice? Well, yeah, well, I, went, I practiced for a couple of days, and I tried to plan on, a, like, on my outside, like, a little cut, and I had, like, slipped. I, I knew something was wrong, you know what I'm saying? So I, uh, they kept me there for, like, a couple of days, I like, more. But I had, I was up there for, like, three months. They kept me for a little minute. Yeah, I know. I knew you were. Until they said that, damn, we got to, you know, let them go rehab in Houston so they, you know, obviously pay for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And wave, you know, when you get waived, you know what I'm saying? That shit ain't like, you just get released. They didn't just release, man. Nah. That's a cold world, a cold business. Yeah, it's just a business. You got to you know your feelings can't be involved. So, you know, me understanding that, you know what I'm saying? And you think huh. they're in good hands with the QB they got, huh? Oh, man, definitely, man. I appreciate you. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. My bad, my bad, my bad, I'm back. Um, Had to get something. I had to sign for it, apparently. I didn't know I had to sign the UPS no more. Um, I haven't signed for something in so fucking long. Um, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, appreciate you. Um, Yeah, I just don't agree with the contract, but this is what I want to show you. I want to show this part of it. At least if you're going to cheat, be worth watching. Like, what happened to the steroid era of Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, when they were swole, hit home runs every fucking at bat? Tatis is getting suspended 80 games, and he looks like this. (laughs) Mark McGuire's forearms are bigger than this weak-looking motherfucker. That's incredible to me. The difference in the bodies. And the difference in the bodies. It's just a waste of steroids, dog. It's a waste of steroids. Like, why are we wasting steroids? He said he took medication for ringworm. You gotta be shitting me. I wish you would tell me that you took medication for ringworm. Ringworm? You go to the doctor, homie. Yeah, ringworm for a man. I want to I clarify and make sure everybody understands what ringworm means for man. 
Ringworm is basically a form of jock itch. A lot of men, if you've played football, you've had either athlete's foot, jock itch, uh, which is a... There's so many different elements of ringworm. There's no fucking way ringworm medication is given you to test for steroids. They would have found out. Okay? They wouldn't... They would have found out. So... Get the fuck out of here. That shit to me is unfucking believable, man. But Brandon Jennings saying that we've made this a player's league is a fucking travesty is correct. He is absolutely fucking 100% correct. And, you know, the Kyrie contract. We got this guy don't want to play games, right? He don't want to play games. Brandon Jennings comes out and basically tells him, hey, man. We fucked up by giving you this. And then you got Kamara in the NFL who may not even be suspended. And then you got Deshaun Watson who we can't come up with an agreement to. And I'm just saying, you're seeing professional sports falter and and, and flounder right in front of our very eyes. And it's un-fucking-believable. It's un-fucking-believable, man. Um, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Um... I I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Like I said, uh, tomorrow we'll have some guests. Wednesday we're going to have Matt McChesney. He's a football guy, former lineman from University of Colorado. uh, Has his own show as well. Just had Steve Atwater, Denver Bronco, great on his show uh, the other day. And uh, we're going to have him on Wednesday. We got Kelly Stewart, former... ESPN um, analyst now with Barstool Sports does a lot of shows. She'll be on Friday, right at one o'clock. Right when we start the show, we'll show that, and then uh, and we'll see who else we got lined up for this week. But we have a lot of lot lot in store as we wind down the old and in with the new. The new coach JB. Um, also, um, I got to discuss the t- who I believe is going to be the NFL Rookie of the Year. Okay, the NFL Rookie of the Year, I want to discuss. Um, There's a lot of them out there. The Steelers right now don't know if Trubisky's going to start. How ironic is that when I clearly came out and said, I don't believe Trubisky's an NFL starter in this league anymore. I said it months ago on this show, and I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Mason Rudolph was the starter. Well, today I hear that Mason Rudolph is in the, with the first team reps. And Pickett came in and did a hell of a job, right? Did a hell of a job and balled out apparently um, in the fourth quarter or what have you. I don't believe NFL Rookie of the Year is going to be a quarterback, okay? I don't believe the NFL is going to be a quarterback. I believe it's going to be one of these wide receivers, either Chris Olave, um, Chris Olave, the Ohio State kid. I, we could talk to Zach about California kid, actually San Diego kid. I believe he has an opportunity to be one. Um, I believe there's a couple other players in the league that could be one. I don't believe any running backs are out there right now, but I believe it's going to come down to a wideout, either a uh, 
like a London, Messi, Alave, some one of these wideouts is going to make a splash. But there's not a, got enough good quarterbacks, man. I just don't believe there's enough good quarterbacks out there um, in the league this year. Um, I, I don't think, I don't even think uh, Pickett is a guy like that to really, really watch that closely. I don't think Pickett's that good myself. But we're going to find out. We're going to find out. And uh, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, man. I appreciate you. All you guys stay stay on YouTube. I'm going to upload the audio side. You guys can call in and talk about who you think the rookie of the year is going to be or anything else you want to talk about. Uh, Josh, uh, Willis is not very good. My guy Christian thinks that Willis is good. Willis is shitty. He's going to be shitty. Uh, I don't think he's very good. I think he's hyped, but it is what it is. Uh Jay Henry, I don't know if you're going to be able to stand up because it might show you off your little wee-wee because Sarah is now our new co-host. So I don't know how you're going to even contain your motherfucking self. So after show and the after party, we'll be right with you here on YouTube. So make sure you stay. Like I said, call in. Give me a shout. Chop it up. Um, but we will be in after hours and the after party uh, for a minute. Um, I'll put that on the bottom. Everybody else, I'll see you tomorrow for Talk That Talk Tuesday here on the new Coach JB Show. See you tomorrow. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Transform you in the I hate a storm, Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we been defying. Rising. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all in once the coin guitars. Got the kind of action, never acting. Don't need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four threes, we get it cracking. When the snap, call it saran, cause it's a wrap. We knock them out, they taking naps. 